Watch your radio representing East Coast, where we got the most toast. Be patching in, uh, Alan. Stand by. All right. Alan, must call the rest of the star again. Sorry, hold on. There we go. You there? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Perfect. All right. So, watching radio representing East Coast, where we got the most. Incidentally, this is another uh, Keltron Electronica song we opened up the broadcast with. Uh, some of my Electronica music, if you want to hear it. I think that song actually is on uh, YouTube, if you want to check it out. That song is called Dwell. But, uh, yeah, maybe one day we'll play Jonathan's song again, but we, he was accused of being satanic. So... I think we backed away from him for a while. Is that it? We think we should do that? Um, nah. All right, I am getting a warning People. here on my uh, mixer here that our buffers are overloaded again. This is just great. Yeah, we got to get a new computer, people. So if you kick a brick on up to watch the radio uh, for the computer fun, uh, fun, because we're doing like seven streams simultaneously. Uh, you know what? I'll let everybody see what I'm looking at here so you understand what's going on. Uh, let me go back to XSplit. Okay. All right, so here, here you see the red here. By the, You see that 4800? It's red now right here. Uh, we're getting a warning already. So um, <clears throat> the problem here is I'm running um, channel 1, 2, 3, and then AUX channel together. So we have Skype 1. Skype 2, uh, and then also FCC, which I haven't even loaded yet. I, I guess I should. Um, which people could call in on. So if you do have a question or you need prayer, you can call that number in that we display on the screen. However, uh, the, the desktop is pegged out, as you can see here. I actually have to increase the buffer again. So that's why if it sounds like I'm over-talking Alan, I probably am. But my excuse is uh, the buffers. Right, Alan? Very well done, Richard. So if you tuned in yesterday, you heard Russ Dizdar. Um, really great broadcast. You know, Russ's ministry, we're going to be getting involved with some of his uh, exploits, uh, which I always planned on. But uh, very uh, hardcore uh, ministry. Okay. Um, so we want to get involved in some uncovering these satanic cults. Incidentally, these satanic cults are becoming more blatant. They don't care. Uh, it's pretty obvious that the government uh, uh, is engaged in satanic uh, pedophilia. They don't care if you know anymore. It's it's just like, and that's what the, the broadcast that we're doing today is signs of the times because. Uh, once you get into a place where you've heard that before and it's kind of like peace and safety, you better watch out because we're in a time where people are getting hardened in sin. Uh, they're getting and 
totally engrafted in the, into this world, the things of this world, and everything you see around you is fading away. Not that we're pessimistic, it's just that this is a temporal existence. If anything, we should be living our lives in such a manner where we are warning, we are alerting people, we can't be just engaging in the things in the world the way everybody has been or will be because we have to be an example to practice what we preach. I can assure you that Noah preached for 120 years. He wasn't really just saying, hey, I'm going to build a better life here. He was planning on an exodus out of here. And the ark was lifted up similarly as we will be lifted up. As these situations increased, as turmoil increased, as seals are cracked and there is tribulations, we can expect to rise above them and be protected in the ark of Christ if we are living it. Now, that's the problem today. Many folks are just skipping on along thinking that this is going to continue forever. I'm telling you, if 2020 wasn't a sign to you and an alert to you that this party is getting ready to rip up and wrap up, I don't know what can be. I don't know if this message could be. I don't know if another plague or, or satanic libtards loosing another plague on the earth. Yeah. There are evil Satanic bastards in uh, in governments, in the higher realms of Luciferianism, that God is allowing in this hour free reign. Did you know that? Did you know that hell and death ride together? Did you know that it's Jesus cracking the seals and allowing these things to come? We got to be what? The three R's are ready real and right live in it because without holiness no man shall see the Lord you're not going to make it I know that in your mind many think they will but if you're not ready real and right and walking the walk you will not it's that simple and I know you want to be oh it's grace yeah everybody's good hey God knows he understands If anything, you've been given more slack. Did you ever hear the expression, you've been given more slack to hang yourself? Yeah. You ever hear that expression? Yeah, all the rope you need to hang yourself. Right. You're sinning against a covenant of grace when you keep sinning. This is not the time. This has come out from it. And I know the devil has made it easier for many to sin. Pornia is on the loose. People are just whacking themselves off. Uh, they're bound to porn, and they think God's nodding and winking at it. You're not going to make it. You're literally adulterating yourself and spiritually enslaving yourself to an incubating succubi demon. You're worshiping a demon. Okay. That's what you're engaged in. And if that's not a sign of the times, I don't know what is. Because that's what was going on in the days of Noah. In a more literal sense. However, 
incubi and succubi are running rabid. And people opening doors to these spirits, sexual immorality. I mean, look at what's going on in the world. Look at the laws on the books that they're trying to put on, cutting children's uh, penis off at the age of eight. Oh, little Johnny feels like a uh, woman today. Tomorrow, let's get his genitals removed. I mean, that's where we're at, people. And then the kid grows up. Well, wait a minute. I was eight. Did Couldn't you, like, get, talk to me? I mean, this is insanity. Do you think the Lord's going to keep allowing this? Seriously. Take a, take a spiritual look around. Just put a, say, you know what? Let me put on my Noah glasses here for a minute. Let me take a look around the scape and say, oh, well, yeah, maybe God will keep allowing it. Maybe things are going to get better. This is great. This is not great. This is worse. And the cake bake church is not pointing it out. They're going along with it. You got this Olstein guy rimming around with BLM, a Marxist satanic organization. That's right. And people want to be under those teachings. Is he preaching the three R's? Ready, real, and right? Has he ever preached the three R's? I don't think so. Did his father? Yeah. But unfortunately, he didn't follow under daddy's footsteps, did he? We got a problem. So it's cake, bake, flim, flam, and people are missing the prophetic signs of the times. It's flying right by you. And I know you want to think that you have it figured out. So many, I meet so many believers over the years. Well, this has to happen. That's got to happen. This must happen at this time. Then we know. And every time I hear that, I'm like, wait a minute. Where have I heard that before? Let me think. Oh, wait a minute. The Pharisees and the Sadducees, who were keepers of the word and studiers of the word, prophetically missed so many fulfillments because they didn't have their spiritual ears up. Am I right, Alan? Yeah, they definitely missed it. They definitely missed also uh, John the Baptist was the uh, coming of the Elijah of Elijah as said in the scriptures and everyone totally missed it until Jesus pointed it out to the apostles privately so uh, definitely uh, the word tells us something, but uh, we also be need, need to be hearing from the spirit. The word is like a map, and the, the Holy Spirit is like the writer, designer of the map. Okay. To make it across the minefield of life, we need both. We need both the so map and we need to hear from the map. They prophetically did not see the coming of Elijah. Is that what you're saying? Yes, because it was in a spiritual sense that it was John the Baptist. 
Yeah, John the Baptist was not named Elijah, right. and he did not but say, I am the fulfillment of Elijah. Physically, Elijah must come back, right? Yeah. That's the way they so read they it. it. That's the way they read it. So everybody's waiting around. The beast must appear in the temple. Then we know. Everybody's waiting around for these literal, I mean, so obvious. Everything's going to be so obvious. Let me tell you something. It's not going to be obvious. There have been prophetic signs that have already been fulfilled that you've never even seen. You've been missing it. You're going to miss it. What's it say in... uh Matthew Allen, does it say that an hour you know not? Am I? Am, I'm just curious. Yeah, in Matthew chapter 24, verse 36, it says, "But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only." Okay, and an hour you know not, right? At, at a time that yeah. you know not, people. Yeah, listen, and also. Oh, and also uh, Harold Camping tried to extract from the word the hour of the day of the coming. But Jesus says right here that uh, nor the sun and the sun is the word. So there's no way to derive from the word the day or the hour. So, amen. Well, everybody seems to have it figure, figured out. Nobody's got it figured out. Um, everybody seems to have it nailed down. People act like they know stuff, but generally, no. No. He's returning at an hour that you know not, that you think not. And people, we just went over how the Pharisees and Sadducees were missing signs. They were missing prophetic signs, weren't they? Yeah. And I'm here to tell you that people are missing prophetic signs all over the place. Okay. And if you're sitting around waiting for specific signs, the way the, the listen, they also missed it with Messiah himself. They just couldn't believe that Messiah was Messiah. They said to themselves, well, wait a minute. He's supposed to be like King David, right? And they were waiting for a manifestation of like King David to escort them out of captivity. They didn't realize that it was in a spiritual sense where uh, Jesus was loosing them from the captivity of Satan himself through the bonds of sickness, disease, pain, suffering, and torment. And, of course, death itself was offering up the new covenant to escape the curse of death. But in the eyes of the natural, they were seeing it as a King David type to come on the scene, to escort them out of a physical captivity, which would have been Rome. Yeah, and also in Isaiah, um, it talks about how, he talks about how the lame will leap as a heart, the the eyes of the blind will see, and Jesus was doing stuff like that, but they missed those, and they were looking for their King David to release them from Rome, just like you said. Yeah. So we got to put our spiritual... Glasses on here, folks. If you're constantly looking for literal fulfillments, you might miss it. I'm not saying there's not going to be literal fulfillments. There is. But a lot of the things going on right now are already going on. Um, 
Let me get into, everybody keeps talking about things are going to be better. Things are going to be great. Great revivals coming. Uh, everybody's going to get saved. Everybody's going to get right with God. It's like this big, massive, mega revival that's predicted to come. And unfortunately, I just don't see it in Scripture. I, I, I wish someone would show it to me. But in all the years I've been looking at Scripture, I'm like, well, wait a minute. It keeps saying in the last days things will get worse. So let me just see what, did Paul maybe know? Is it possible that he was actually like homed in with the Holy Spirit? I don't know. Maybe Let's see. Uh, but in the last days, understand this. Uh, times of difficulty will come. People will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to authority of their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good. Oh, wow. Let me just take a minute to reflect on that. That's a great host of sins manifesting there. That's like man being handed over to their own sin nature. Things are getting worse. So that would mean that a great massive revival couldn't have been happening here. Because there would have been great repentance here. That would have been, in the last days, great revival will come. Where people will renounce being lovers of themselves. Will repent of being lovers of money. Will not be proud. Will will run from arrogancy. Will not be abusive. Will be obedient to parents. They will be grateful. They will be holy. They will have heart. I don't... Do Am I missing something here? Really? I'm sorry. But holding out and hoping, I see people do that in stock trading all the time. It's called holding and hoping. They get in a stock, it starts crashing, they're down one, two, three, four thousand, and then they're like, well, I'm holding and I'm hoping. I'm like, dude, get out while you can. You should have had a stop loss. And how much you were risking, you should have been out. You need to have a stop loss on your life. Because a a lot of holding and hoping is going on in this reality. And I got news for you. I'm reading to you what Paul said would come. Now, if you ask most believers, like 97% of them will say they believe we're in the last days. Except the preterists. Oh, yeah, we're not going to get into that today, but this (laughs) preterism is a whole nother problem. But... Um, getting into the basic belief. You ask a basic belief. Let's say, we're in the end times. Yes, we are. The Son of Man's about to return. I said, okay, you agree. Well, what did Paul say would happen in the last times? I just read it to you. It even gets worse. It says, not loving good. Okay, we just went over that. You see what's going on? They are not loving good. What is good, they do not love. They don't want what is good. They want what is evil. They don't want security. They don't want police. They don't want protection. They don't want safety. They don't want borders. They don't want the Lord. They don't want the gospel. They want to shut down churches. They want to control. They want to dictate. You know, they want to rip it down. 
and embed a satanic Marxist system. Oh, yeah. You got something in the background, Alan? You might want to lower it. Okay. So what I'm saying to you is they want to use biological warfare. They will use biological warfare to get their will against you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They will use biological warfare against you. And that's what they're doing. Let me bring up that article. People, you better have your eyes open to what's coming here. This is not a game. These satanic libtards are looking to completely control you. I can't find the article right now. However, in Missouri, they just found COVID, the Delta version, they call it, variant in the water supply in Missouri. It's amazing in a red district, right? Well, these are all unvaccinated people, and now we have the variant exploding over in their water supply. Gee. COVID variant Delta in the water supply in Missouri? How the hell did that happen? Did it just fly on on over here from India? And, like, fly over Missouri and say, that's where I want to land, boom, and go right into water, water in Missouri? These people are sick. They will use biological warfare against you. As much as they can, they love it. They have a taste of control. If they can dictate to you how to live your life, when to live your life, and where to go, and how to do it, they want to inject you with Lucifer. That's an actual ingredient in the vaccine. Lucifer. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, let me go get it. You better get injected with Lucifer so you'll be safe. Because look, in Missouri, where they're not doing want to be injected, we found it in their water. It just flew right over from India and said, that's where I want to land, in a red district in the water in Missouri. Where they don't want to be vaccinated. And then they're in the news saying, well, it's here because they don't want to be vaccinated. It's in the water. These people are sick. They want you to be injected with Lucifer. That's an actual ingredient. Look it up. Look up the COVID vaccine. You want to be injected with Lucifer? Look look up. Look up the uh the vaccination. Go get you want to get go get injected with Lucifer. This is insane, people. Nobody's injecting me with Lucifer juice. Sit down over there, son. We're going to about to inject you with Lucifer juice. That's the ingredient. That works as a photosynthesis on the quantum dot tattoo. You're all ready for the quantum dot tattoo. So you'll be able to buy. So you'll be able to sell. You'll be able to go out and have a good time because you're going to have the mark that you were a smart one. You've received the mark of Lucifer juice in you. Nobody's injecting me with Lucifer juice. Do you see how subtle this is, people? 
things are very subtle. We just went over. I just explained it. Alan just explained to you how they missed it with the coming of Elijah. They said, nope, uh-uh. You're wrong, wrong, wrong. That's not how we read it, Jesus. And Jesus is like, wait a minute. You guys are missing it. Put on your spiritual eyes here. Because Elijah did return. But the anointing on John the Baptist. That's why you read about this corporate anointing is going to be taking place in the end time. Oh, yeah. Two witnesses can very well be a corporate anointing. We can't miss Scripture. We have to keep our eyes on how the Lord has fulfilled Scripture before. And we went over to you. They missed the coming of Elijah because it was John the Baptist. Right? They missed the manifestation of Messiah and how he would operate. They missed it. They said, no, 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 uh uh-uh. He will be as of David and free us of the captivity of Rome. They missed it. Because it was a spiritual release of the captivity of the devil. It was on a different plane. Jesus, in a sense, left them in the natural captivity of the dictation of Rome, didn't he? Because Titus came down 30-some-odd years later and ripped up the temple. He told them to flee. Jesus told them to run. He told his people, Run! That's why you hear some believers say, wow, you save your life, you're going to lose it. Okay, well, Jesus told them to run their asses off. Are you saying that uh, he was preaching to to lose your life? You see what I'm saying? People just don't look at the full context of Scripture. Jesus told them to flee the mountains. And that's a prophetic type of foreshadow even today. There, there is times where we can escape things coming on the earth. Jesus said to watch and pray that you can be found worthy to escape things coming on the earth. And you see the reign of the satanic libtards. They don't care. They love biological warfare right now. If they can aerosize the COVID-23... 24 in cans and spray it around Starbucks or whatever, wherever they got to do to engage in biological. These are satanic people. They don't care. They've already made an allegiance to Lucifer. The deep state that Trump was was coming against, these are the Luciferians, the, the child rapers. Oh, yeah. All the hot dogs and pizza they were talking about. These are all the child rapers. Why do you think they want all the child children coming over the border? Russ Dizdar uncovers all these child rapers. They're all engaged in this molestation of children. That's why they had to get rid of Epstein. He was a big problem. He was uncovering their network. 
These are sick people. This is the this is who we're up against. These are the people that will use dead people to vote against you. They're like, oh, you want to go vote? Go vote. We'll find 30 people to vote against you from 1918. How about that? And the way we're going to do that is we're going to loose COVID-23 into water supplies or whatever we got to do to spread it around in red states, especially if we can, and uh, dictate and mandate new rules for voting where nobody has to show IDs. Uh, We can mail in and dump ballots at 3, 4, 5 in the morning. If we're down a million votes, no problem. We could print out, with China helping probably, the dragon, we could print out a couple more million people from 1817. The dead have risen up against you to fight you. That's what we're up against. Look what they did in the 2020 election. Nobody voted for this retard that's in there now. This retard couldn't get seven people to show up at his farewell party in Delaware. Nobody cared he was even leaving. Nobody even likes him. Right? Am I making this up, Alan? Did anyone show up at his meetings? No. Um, a few dozen people would show up for uh, Biden's uh, rallies, whereas for Hillary uh, in 2016, a few hundred people would show up. And... Uh, in 2016, tens of thousands would show up for Trump. And in, 2000, in 2020, uh, there were Trump rallies all over the country. They even had a Trump rally in Israel. They had a Trump rally in Arizona that was 90 miles long of just cars for Trump. So, yeah, it's uh, Trump multiplied his support from 2016 to 2020, and the Democrats lost major support. So, yeah, nobody voted for this guy. It's a farce that he won. He didn't win. It's the dream I had. You know the dream I had because I told you the dream I had of them using the dead people. Yeah, okay. I remember. And uh, yeah. it was about two to three days before the election. You had a dream that uh, Joe Biden and uh, and uh, his wife were digging up dead people and taking their pictures. And uh, you interpreted it as uh, they'd be doing a hyper, hyper vote fraud. Uh, we came against that dream. We bound and, and rebuked all the demons and devils doing it. And as re- they still did it. But everybody – in the whole world, except for uh, deceived Democrats, know that Joe Biden cheated to win. And people in Argentina know. People all over the world know. So listen, he's, he's we got something done. Okay, the whole world. You look at Sky News Australia; they're exposing everything he's doing. The whole world is laughing at the guy. It's terrifying. Anyway, listen, folks. Things are getting worse. The way Paul said it would get worse. I mean, Paul was right. I hate to say it. I know some of you want to say, now things are getting better. Paul's wrong. Okay, well, good luck with that one. Good luck with that one. Now, I'm not saying that we're not going to get a pushback because this is a struggle. Of course, we want to take the House uh, and the Senate and uh, reinstate normal order in 2024 or before. However... Uh, I got to go with what Paul's talking about here, folks, because if the satanic libtards are able to use biological warfare, who knows what they're capable of? These are sick people. They will kill everybody. 
They will wipe out an entire state. They will make the whole state homeless if they have to. They don't care. These are sick people. They don't care about children. They don't care about protection and safety. They don't care about nothing but control. They get off sexually aroused by forcing you to do things. If you're a Christian, if they can make you not have church or a prayer meeting, they're excited. We got them. Oh, get the joy jelly out. They just totally get off on restricting Christians from worshiping God. Okay? These are sick people, people. And you see today, we're going over what Paul said would happen in the latter days. This is a sign of the times, isn't it? Lovers of themselves. Have you looked at these selfie people? They're selfie in the hell out of each other. It's like, do you know in, in the old days they used to masturbate to, to images they would make? Like the image Lilith, they would jack off to that. They used to use idols because they didn't have porn. So they used to make idols. They would make graven images of uh, like Lilith and other figures. And um, this is how they would get involved in sexual morality with the idol, the shape of the idol. Uh, Today, people have no problem making graven images of themselves with cameras, seductive images and putting them out there where people are literally being enslaved to and masturbation, pornea, is completely snaring them. And people are even unaware that they're engaging in this. They're just going along with the selfie. Selfie sticks. Let me ask you a question, uh, uh, Alan. Would the Apostle Paul have been walking around with a selfie stick? Absolutely not. It's not, not about him. It's about Jesus. Amen. Would Jesus have, would have had a selfie stick? No, he would not. Because it says in a, you told me this, Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 2, For men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, un- unholy. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to be lovers of God. And uh, we're supposed to love God and love people. Amen? These people taking these selfies with literal or no clothing on, putting it all wow. out there. This is as, as bad as a graven image. You literally... Because I just told you they would use actual images during sexual morality in the old days. It's just easier today. And people, and even believers, are engaging in this. Okay? People are going to start putting their clothes on, people. And you can't be taking pictures of yourself every 13 seconds. What the hell is wrong with you? Stop it. There's something wrong. Find something to do. There's got to be something to do. You could do something. Leave yourself alone. Not loving good. We just went over that. Treacherous. Reckless. Swollen with conceit. Lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. 
having an appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Denying God's power. So many people come against deliverance ministry, divine healing ministry. They can spew out something that looks holy and sounds holy. But if you're denying the power and what you see in Mark 16, what we should be doing, we need to get away from you. There's something wrong. Get away from everybody that's denying the power of God. Amen. We can't be, uh, we got to be casting out devils. We got to be commanding sickness out of people and uh, preaching an entirely sanctified life, the kind we read in Scripture, without spot or wrinkle. Amen. Oh, there it is. Avoid such people. Uh, There it is right there. All right, so let me just roll through it. This is a sign of the latter days. Paul said this. this. This is the Apostle Paul. Maybe he knew. Or maybe you're right. Maybe great revival and everybody's going to get right with God. Maybe everybody's going to be with their arms in the air. Hallelujah! You know, everybody's just repenting. The whole earth is right with God. The great revival. Everybody's just, we're right with God today, everybody. You know, if maybe you're right. If you believe that, so be it. Praise God. You're you're optimistic. Nothing wrong with that. But I'm just reading what Paul says here would happen in the latter days. Now, Paul, we already went over it. People think we're in the latter days. You ask anyway. Yes, we're in the latter days. Okay, well, this is what Paul said. I'm just going over what Paul said. Attack him, not me. Understand this. This is 2 Timothy 3, people. Come on. That in the latter days, the last days, times of difficulty will come. Okay? things. Are, let me just roll through it again. Times of difficulty for people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpeaceable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving, good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having an appearance of godliness but denying the power. Avoid these people. All right, Paul, Paul said to avoid them. This is the word of God. You could do what he says or do what you think is right. I don't know. I'm going to roll with Paul. I'm sorry. I am a little pessimistic on what's coming. I believe that things are getting worse. I hate to say it, and I'm seeing it. I'm seeing people getting worse. I'm seeing the Luciferian system getting more emboldened. Aren't you? Aren't the world seeing it? I mean, it's pretty obvious. You see people from other countries, they're like, what happened to America? What the hell happened over there? You go to Sky News and look at the comments. What happened to you guys? You know, the Australians? 
They just can't believe it. They can't believe it, what's going on. This Black Lives Matter, this Antifa movement, all this stuff going on, this uh, rewriting of, of laws, dividing and conquering among us like you've never seen before. Of course we want pushback and we're praying for it. But again, folks, we got to be ready, real, and right because these are indeed signs that we're seeing. Uh, Paul goes into later of, of Janice and Jambres. Those are the two warlocks that uh, tried to withstand Moses. But again, people, we got to really concentrate on the signs of the times and what we are seeing. Indeed, our man and Peter says, knowing this in uh, Second Peter three, uh, the end times will be scoffers uh, following their own sinful, sinful desire. They will say, where is the promise of the coming for ever since the fathers, you know, scoffers and mockers. Well, you've said that before. Jesus would be coming. Mocking the day of God, mocking the signs of the times. We're seeing that also today. Again, we must reiterate. Paul did say. Things are getting worse. Again, we are, and we we do every day almost. We're praying for pushback. But again, we don't know the hour. We just don't know it. Do we, Alan? I mean, I, I don't. Do you know the hour? I don't know the hour. And it's wouldn't not it be in obvious? I mean, after tribulation, wouldn't that be obvious? I mean, everybody's gnawed that locusts have stung every. Everybody's dead, and wouldn't be like, wow, you know, yeah, Jesus you, should be returning now. I mean, that's kind of yeah. Obvious. The fact, yeah, the fact that um, the people who lived back in Jesus' day they didn't recognize Jesus, they didn't recognize John the Baptist. So yeah, it's uh, we gotta we gotta be hearing from the Holy Spirit to know what we're looking at for sure, folks. That's the key. Is coming out of sin in this hour, living and walking the walk 100%. Without holiness, no man shall see the Lord. Jesus, the Lord is clear. Be ye holy as he is holy. That's the requirement of the gospel. Stop making these spiritual crutches for your your sins. It's not going to work. And I know that you could find other ministries out there that will help you go along in your iniquity. You'll be like, yeah, praise God. God's grace is abounding now because you're in sin. Praise God. He's in sin. Sin more. It's unreal. I mean, we're in some really crazy leadership times. If David Wilkinson was around... I mean, he, he'd be spinning all over. I mean, this is unreal. So I guess our message today is really one on getting ready, getting real and getting right, because the signs of the times are pretty obvious to me. And I don't want to be caught unaware. We went over last week on that. that don't be ashamed to be, you know, have some preparation. 
there's nothing wrong with preparation. Because if Paul said uh, perilous times would come, perilous times are going to include pangs and upticks of the four horsemen. Obviously, war, men wanting to kill one another. We're seeing that. Since we did that show last week, they just came out with more warnings of inflation. Now, I'm not saying inflation is going to keep going up, but I'm saying these are signs to us, I believe, that there's nothing wrong with being prepared in the natural also, but of course, spiritually, 100%. You should be ready, real, and right with God, putting away everything. There's so many people that are lovers of this world right now. They love it. They love the world. They think this world is just going to keep on keeping on, baby. That's those that will be caught unaware. Here at Watchman Radio, we've been preaching 20 years. Get ready, real, and right. That's right. That's right. And you saw a pang of the pale horse in 2020. Could there be more of an uptick in the black horse? Like we said last week, could be. Nothing wrong with being ready, real, and right spiritually. Walking the walk with the Lord. Being right with God. Putting yourself before the throne of judgment. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. I want to be right with God if he comes tomorrow. Isn't it worth it to put down the bottle, to put down the porn, to put down the adultery and fornication, to put down the sin nature, to let it go? Well, the odds are great. You either live for eternity with Christ in a new body, with no pain and suffering, and the rewards of Christ are with him, you receive or damnation. So, yeah, they're pretty high. You got to ask yourself, wow, that is some pretty big, you know, risk here. Do I want to be kicking along in this sin nature much longer? No! You can willfully get away from that sin. Everybody says a demon made me do it. I can't stop. Yeah, demons help you sin. They're there because they're aligning with your nature. You can put your foot down. You could put your foot down and say, Lord, today I'm making a covenant. I am closing the door. To this filth. I want to be ready, real, and right. I heard a message today. I like it. I want to be with you forever. I don't want this. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to be fooling around anymore. And the Lord would understand that and be very happy with that. He'd say, awesome. Let's do it. Let's walk this out. I'm going to pour out more power, more anointing on you, more angelic power.
power to surround and camp around about you. Let's walk it out. That's right. You're in a good place with God. We can't be bound to this world anymore. Lovers of pleasure. Lovers of this world. Wanting to build your kingdom here. Eating and drinking and marrying. Noah was building a boat. He knew what was coming. And they scoffed him too, didn't they? That's right. And it came quick. If you look at the way the Lord poured out, and you're like, wow, maybe the Lord doesn't change. Maybe he'll do it like that again. Could that be? I'm just curious. It said the Lord doesn't change. So in Noah's day, boom, the flood came. They wanted to get on the boat all of a sudden, but it was too late. There's coming a time where it's going to be too late. You look at Sodom and Gomorrah. That was quick. It was quick. Sulfur, fire, burned them out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Quick. The flood was quick. Very few made it in the days of the flood. That's right. Eight people, more animals than people. Oh, yeah. Very few made it out of Sodom and Gomorrah. You look at the statistics. Three, four were called. Pretty low statistics. When you look at the numbers. Same thing with Noah's flood. Only eight souls were saved out of how many millions, hundreds of millions or billions on the earth. Yeah. There you go. Statistically speaking, there wasn't many. And then you have to ask yourself, has God changed? Now, the covenant has shifted to grace, which is wonderful. Thank the Lord, because I need it. However, I need it too. we don't turn it into lasciviousness. We don't just keep sinning against the covenant, saying, great, I got a grace covenant. I keep sinning. Grace will abound when I sin. You're in trouble. You're not going to make it. I'm sorry. I know you think you are. You found teachers that are telling you, you you will. But without holiness, you will not see the Lord. Oh, yeah. Come out of the delusion. Look at the statistics on how many made it out of Egypt. They were all cold. Three million. Oh, yeah. Look at the numbers there, people. Two. Joshua and Caleb. That's right. Am I right, Alan, or am I missing it? No. Uh, out of all the Jews who left Israel, yeah, Joshua and Caleb were uh, listening to God's word and trusting God to deliver the Holy Land to them. Amen. Sad. 
So isn't that a prophetic type and foreshadow of uh, making it into the promised land, i.e. heaven? Peter, um, it, right? it's in Hebrews. Sure it is. You know, de- definitely what, what something we're seeing in the story of Noah in the historical account of Sodom and Gomorrah as the Jews uh, were coming into their promised land is that extremely few got it. Extremely, extremely few. And so we got to strive to please God and uh, and uh, be among the few. We got to make it. We got to. So you're saying out of the three accounts that I just went over, it doesn't seem like God is a God of massive numbers. No. God, God is. God said, "Be ye holy, for I am holy." And uh, He says things like, uh, "Our our garments are supposed to be without spot or blemish." And it's only an entirely sanctified life that we read about in Scripture. So, um, you know, I'm not there, but I'm better than I was three years ago, and I'm better better than I was ten years ago. I'm growing, and I know that when I look at somebody like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger in The Natural, you know, you're looking at a Mr. Universe back when he was in that kind of shape. He didn't get there in one day, and God doesn't expect us to get there in one day. But we should be growing every day and striving every day to grow so that we're, we are like that uh, spiritually uh, before it's too late. Amen. So it's not like God's like, you know, uh, wait, people, uh, we got to get more numbers here. Noah, can you work on some more there? Uh, we, I would like to get more than eight. No, that's not what that happened. Happen, he, uh, okay. Took a uh, hundred years of, of preaching and then uh, time was up. All right. So eight. So yeah. more animals were saved, right? Yeah. Okay. Lots and lots of animals. Um, and eight souls. Just Very few made it. Can we say that? Yeah. Okay. Sodom and Gomorrah, did a lot make it? No, just uh, four were called and three made it, like you said. Okay. And the one that didn't make it was the one that looked she back. Regarded, so may yeah, we not look back. back. She did not obey. Okay, that's a that's a foreshadow of people holding on to this world, people. Let it go. It, this world is going like Sodom and Gomorrah. Okay? So statistically, in, in, in numbers, when we look at all that were called out of Egypt, which is a prophetic type and foreshadow of our walk, it is. Only two made it. Moses didn't even make it. But he did make it, make it. I'm just saying, in the prophetic type and foreshadow, um, I'm sure other the, the Levitical order made it. I know that. I know that the um, Phineas probably made it. That's not because Phineas had a perpetual covenant of peace on his bloodline for what he did with the whore Cosby when he shish kebabed her. So he probably made it too. I'm just saying. Um, because that, that was a great exploit for the for the Lord. A blessing of a perpetual covenant of shalom went on his bloodline. So he probably didn't make it. It's not like God didn't be like, well, I'm revoking that. You know, when God, when God puts a, a perpetual covenant of shalom upon you, you're in good shape. Now, here's the story, folks. Very few made it. Very few made it. I'm saying very few are going to make it. In the coming day of the Lord. That's all I'm saying. And you might say, now everybody's making it. Billions and billions. 
Okay, keep believing that. There's nothing wrong with that. But we're not seeing that in Scripture. And we're not seeing that the way people are living today. And the cake-baked leaders of the, sh- the church that are leading people into lascivious, cake-baked sin lives. They're not living holy. It's an abomination. That's right. And I'm telling you now, very few find a straight and narrow. This message is about finding the straight and narrow. And we do offer prayer. We offer deliverance. We're going to be doing more deliverance meetings to help folks get out of the bondages of sin. But inadvertently, it's also your decision. Have you had enough of eating with the pigs? When are you going to come to that mindset where I want out? I want away from this. Come to that conclusion today. Because the signs of the times are very important to you. Where you can spiritually evaluate the landscape and say, you know what? I don't want to be caught unaware. I want to make it. I'm going to walk the walk. You got to cut off some people in your lives. Paul said, avoid all those people that we just listed. I'm sorry. You got to cut them off. There's a big list we just went over. He said, avoid them. I wonder why. Because birds of a feather flock together. There's a spiritual demonic covering over the people that are operating in that. And that can get on you. Come out from among them. Walk with people walking the walk. Stay with them. People that want to minister the power of God, stay with them. People that are preaching holiness and walking the straight now, hang out with them. You'd be better off. So, Brother Allen, do you have something to uh, put in there before we end this broadcast? Yeah, um, I remember a preacher saying that uh, he does not hang out with uh, strong personalities that aren't Christians because uh, they have a way of rubbing off on us. And uh, I think there's a scripture that says uh, uh, bad – I I forget it right now, but basically bad – Corrupts good character. Manners. So anyway, yeah, amen to everything you said. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Bad company corrupts good character. Um, Who you're hanging around with. If you're hanging around people that are snorting meth, whacking off all day to porn, that lascivious spirit's going to get on you just through the conversations that they're having around you. Yeah. Remember, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. So watch how people are speaking around you. Oh, yeah. That's another big one. Keep an eye on their mouths because then you know what's in their hearts. So we're getting ready to burn rubber out of here. Tune in next week. We got um, David Lankford going to be bringing the word of God. And um, praise God. The Lord loves you and we love you. And uh, we'll be back next week. Amen. Amen. God bless you all. And the devil's a liar, right? Right. All right, my friend.
We'll see you guys later. Watch your radio saying farewell. 